Welcome to the Bucket List Project podcast, a weekly show that talks about stories from my pursuit of nomadic lifestyle around the world, interviews with interesting people who I met in this journey, and a generous dose of thought-provoking conversation around travel as a lifestyle choice. If you love to listen on topics revolving around travel, then this will be a perfect companion for the ride to office, your morning jog, or in general when you're winding down for the day. We will have a new episode releasing every Friday, so do share and subscribe to our podcast and get your weekly share of travel inspiration. Pursuit of happiness or, you know, in the Gen Z uh, terminology, vibing to life. This is such a vague concept, which is now very widely discussed in social media, self-help books, even Maslow's hierarchy of needs puts this right at the top of the pyramid uh, on a pedestal. But um, this term, which is vaguely used, like vibing to life or pursuit of happiness, how do you define this as a concept? Uh, This is something that I have struggled because I'm not a very philosophical person as such. So my general retreat has been to, you know, kind of see if there's any literature around this that I can read up. So, in fact, I got very different perspectives on this. The first and foremost, which I lean forward to very automatically, is a biological definition or a scientific definition that uh, a lot of people kind of put it um, succinctly, which is, I think it is a buzz or the uh, sensory uh, feeling in your mind achieved through a good dopamine fix. The key keyword being a good dopamine fix. So I'm ruling out, uh, uh, you know, feel good narcotics, addiction, eco chambers of social media, or even your cheerleaders for that matter. Because I don't want your imagination running wild when I say a good dopamine fix, right? Um, the second one, more of a philosophical definition uh, that uh, I could find, uh, old school definition, if I have to put it that way. Uh, is having a life that is optimally structured to experiencing goodness around you. Sounds heavy, but there are very interesting messaging coming out of this definition. And then uh, the modern narrative of uh, the pursuit of happiness, or at least what I'm coming across, is that getting what you want in life, the way you want it, with a sense of freedom, right? All of these definitions, uh, when I retrospectively think about it and kind of break it down to essence, I am taking some of these keywords and the keywords that stuck to me very, very interestingly were three things. One was the dopamine fix. The second was experiencing goodness. And the third thing was the freedom. So... Where do I go from here and what do I do with these keywords and how do I find my pursuit of happiness? I'm Srinath Shankar, your host, a Paddy Scuba instructor, co-founder of Pick Your Trail, India's fastest growing leisure travel brand, a digital nomad and a slow travel proponent. In today's uh, episode, I'm going to be discussing about the topic, the pursuit of happiness and uh, what it means to me at this stage of my life. But before all of that, a big disclaimer. All of this introspection and talk 
comes from you know a place of privilege for me because i've gone through the two decades where uh, i've reached a place in my current stage where most of my needs are met and uh, i don't have any insecurities in life uh, or a large part of uh, my life does not revolve around seeking money or seeking a career right uh, that sense of privilege gives you a lot of time and lot of freedom to explore what you want to do and this is definitely not a recommendation as a template nor as an advice to anybody to follow it is just my journey and my introspection and my views on this and i'm not subscribing to anything for anybody now that the disclaimer is out of the way um it is very important for me to kind of go back in a brief history of what has happened in my last two decades right because that sets the context and the platform for me to move forward so i split it into two parts the first part is my 18 to 28 decade because that is when uh, i term it as a competitive grind where education career uh and finding a purpose were all important parts of my life and uh and it was a rat race for sure and uh it was also a time when energy was at my disposal uh but probably my lifestyle was not very very good at that time uh, but but definitely my energy was at my disposal and there was a sense of discovery and a sense of um uh, what do you call uh, fearlessness that definitely existed in my life it also meant that um, you know i could uh, accumulate skills i could get better at what i was doing because i had a transition from academic uh, skills to actually putting that in work and gaining traction i would say that my initial 5 to 6 years were very successful years because i had very accelerated growth a lot of uh, uh, both in terms of money in terms of uh, in terms of uh, uh, recognition and in terms of opportunities so i would definitely say that my skills were kind of uh, built over that decade and i would like to call myself at that phase a person who was building subject matter expertise in whatever i was doing and uh, being confident voice in whatever i was doing then came the next phase which was the building phase you know building a life story building uh, a company which pick your trail uh, building a voice for myself and possibly building generational wealth uh it happening or not happening is a secondary thing but these were all some of the things that were in my mind um and this phase also meant that there was a sense of ambition uh the accumulated skills of previous decade were kind of put to use over here and i think maturity was also evolving uh, through this entire decade and those will be my definitely takeaways but it also took a huge toll on physical health and probably the mental endurance as well uh, in terms of how much you wanted to endure in a nutshell these two decades uh, i don't think i would uh, you know if i have to go back in time i would do it any other way 
I am very thankful that uh, the past two decades, the experiences that I've accumulated has been net positive. And that is a very, very important input for my current phase of life. You might be wondering, uh, why am I talking about my brief history before actually talking about what I'm vibing to at this point of time? Because the... This last two decades, they've given me some residual learnings and takeaway, which form the base of my current pursuit of happiness. So um, the residual summary of my past two decades have given me a few truths that I cherish very, very closely in my life. Uh, and definitely uh, these five uh, truths are something that uh, are very personal to me. And the number one truth from this uh, residual learning is that there are certain things in life only discipline and hard work will unlock. The smart work narrative may fool you that, uh, you know, you can get away with hard work or discipline. But let me tell you that it does not work that way. Anything that accelerates an unnatural growth, uh, arbitrage-led growth or a short-lived growth is not sustainable but hard work and discipline unlocks a step change in whatever you're doing over a long period of time the second truth that i realized uh, over a period of time is that excellence is singular in every field the definition of excellence is very very singular in every field you take sports you take uh, you know, building startups or building a company, the definition of excellence is singular because that is a very clear outcome. Excellence is an outcome and that has to be undebatable. Which takes me to the third truth that the path to excellence can be multiple. While the definition of excellence is singular, the path to excellence can be multiple. Any anecdotal, experiential, self-help book-driven, uh, you know, uh, narrative saying that this is the only path to success or path to excellence is coming from a self-selection bias because they have experienced it uh, does not mean that that is true for the current situation in front of you or the current path that you're taking. So your path is neither right nor wrong unless you are able to establish that either with data or with evidence that suggests so. So in this journey or in your path of you know seeking excellence, I think the only thing that you should definitely keep as a uh, North Star for yourself is that are you seeking knowledge or are you seeking logic in whatever you're doing along the way? And if it does not stay true to that, then the path is not necessarily the right path towards excellence. And the final truth that I kind of realized over a period of time is that highest form of evaluation and honesty is self-accountability. You don't have to please people around you. You don't have to prove yourself in front of others. But highest form of accountability is self-accountability for yourself. And are you able to stay true to what you are saying and the final most important truth that I realized for myself is that uh, and it was a delayed realization also is that 
Legacy is a human construct. Your pursuit of excellence, the path of pursuing that excellence is an individual journey. But if the reason for that is to build a legacy, I, I think it's just a human construct because I think it is just another label for winning in the rat race. No one remembers beyond 100 or 200 years. Probably at best, you will be a paragraph in a history. Uh, and this hunt for legacy becomes very self-consuming, ego-boosting exercise, and you start probably living a life. And I feel, uh, you know, chasing excellence and finding your own path to excellence is much more fruitful than chasing legacy. And I, I, I don't want to do that. While I had the luxury of finding these truths, I also had to pay a tax to discover these truths in my life. The first and foremost was when health took a backseat for sure. Uh, you know, when you are self-consumed in this journey, sometimes you're not thinking of your body as a input metric. You assume that it will function on its own and it will function normally. But you have to remember that your body is also an input metric. If it is taken care of well is when you can function well also. So that was one of the biggest tax that I had to pay um, while I was going through this uh, journey in the last two decades. The second thing that uh, I also realized that a tax that I had to pay was be it in the corporate journey, the rat race or the startup uh, journey or while I was building uh, Pick Your Trail was that I was operating in a controlled environment uh, where maybe sometimes you lose individuality because you have to think of the greater good uh, and even if it's a startup of your own uh, because there are boundaries defined for you under which you can operate because you are operating for the greater good as well. And um, the uh, indirect tax that you pay because of uh, this particular concept of losing your individuality is that uh, the good dopamine fixes are few and far in between. So fast forwarding to today, um, you know, uh, and the topic that we were talking about, the pursuit of happiness, I have kind of uh, embraced my reality, the truths, the taxes that I had to pay for it. And uh, from all of this introspection comes few realization for me in my path of pursuit of happiness. The first and foremost is that the hustle pawn, the uh, building a large or becoming a generational leader or a role model is a path of excellence, but not for me. Instead, I have decided to pursue individual excellence through a path of knowledge seeking, curiosity, living in the moment, being a student once again, and most importantly, doing all of this in pursuit of happiness. So circling back to the original question, which I'll finally address now, is like, what is it that I'm vibing to, to these days? Or what is my pursuit of happiness now? Remember the three key words that I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast? One was the good dopamine fix. The second was experiencing goodness. And number three was freedom. So I'll, I'll kind of break down these three keywords and probably talk about each one of them very specifically. 
to start with the good dopamine fix what am i doing to get my good dopamine fix at this moment to give me the good vibes the first dopamine fix is through you know um uh, physical dopamine fix which is through uh largely uh exercise being very active so what i do for that right now is that i am clocking in 10k steps a day one session of exercise um i am actively eating healthy in fact this year i went vegetarian and i'm seriously contemplating going vegan as well uh because i think i'm getting lactose intolerant uh so that that itself is a very drastic uh, shift but the process of adapting to it and feeling good about it is releasing dopamine for me and obviously this entire process the largest dopamine fix i get uh is that i believe i'm kind of reversing my aging process what i felt at 33 34 i feel much much better at 38 i think i feel like similar to how how i felt when i was between 25 to 28 in terms of energy next is in terms of experiential dopamine in terms of what i'm doing and how i get a dopamine release out of it that is the bucket list project for me which is one adventure skill a year going really deep in it getting as curious as possible and confidently be able to call myself a subject matter expert in that particular field and coming to the point of mental dopamine fix now that i don't work full time uh i need to keep my mind very active right uh so going back to being a student has helped me significantly in this aspect there are two aspects or two uh, subjects that i'm reading very much in detail uh like a student would do one of them is climate tech and the other one is deep tech and being an operator in the past also helps me view these two verticals from a business perspective what are the next decades opportunities looking like both in terms of investments or in terms of building a business or in terms of creating a huge difference in the world which are going to be the new upcoming trends and that curiosity and reading up is amazing feeling because i i think i spend roughly about 2 3 hours a day just reading a lot of expert scientific literature on these two verticals uh, getting to know the science behind it and getting to know also the economics the business aspects of it what are the current leaders thinking about it and what kind of innovations are possible and what kind of opportunities are possible is a very very exciting thought and this journey of that learning is also quite interesting for me so um uh, now that we have spoken enough about dopamine fix that i'm kind of subjecting myself to uh remember the second keyword that i uh, spoke about at the beginning of the podcast which is experiencing goodness in a, in a nutshell uh what allows me to go to sleep peacefully at night and i'm making sure that i do those things in my life in terms of my decision making or the courses path that i'm taking or the decisions that i'm taking right the most 
important thing I figured out for myself is that in whatever I'm doing, be it the decisions, be it the path that I'm taking, or be it the uh, influence of people around me or the influence I'm creating uh, for people around me, I just have to anchor all of this to transactional correctness. And that, I think, will help me experience the goodness. Let me kind of double down on that term, transactional correctness. So, the transactional correctness has two parts to it. One is the act of the transaction itself and the second is the outcome of the transaction itself, right? So, the act of transaction, all I'm focusing on is that do I have a benevolent intention, number one. Number two is the outcome of that transaction. Is it benevolent or harmful? If I'm able to address both of this honestly to my own conscious, uh, forget about to the external world, this helps me experience the goodness because it allows me to go to sleep peacefully at night. Um, coming to the third keyword in my pursuit of happiness, which is freedom it has two parts to it though freedom is a very uh, both a vague term as well as as a very definitive term because for multiple people it can have multiple definitions right for me freedom is in two aspects one is gaining control over my own time and deciding what i want to do with my time i have become extremely protective of what I define as my time and what I do with that time and I have built accountability for myself in terms of the 24 hours I have in front of me and how I choose to divide that 24 hours in terms of investment of time to different things in my life. The second freedom that I'm exploring right now is obviously the slow travel. Um, how does that give you a sense of freedom if you, you may ask? Uh, one is that it is redefining boundaries of normal living for us. That means that every six months that we are going to a new location, it's a fresh start, no baggage whatsoever and an opportunity to reshape our lives to a new environment and a new place. And that sense of freedom is quite interesting and we are definitely kind of vibing to it as uh, I would say. So yeah, now that you got a glimpse of what my pursuit of happiness looks like at the moment or what I'm vibing to in my life, uh, you might also be wondering like why am I doing all of this talk in public and especially having given the disclaimer that uh, this is my journey and it is not an advice or a template for anybody, right? Uh, to be very honest, this is just me putting this current stage of my life on, on record and um, kind of build self-accountability for myself because I want to test and see 10 years down the line. Do I feel the same way about whatever I spoke today? Or has my perception about pursuit of happiness changed? That will help me understand myself as a person, my evolution as well. And at the same time, 
go back and reflect saying that how much of the talk that i did today for myself was bullshit versus something that is long and sustaining and if you have uh, come till this point in this podcast thanks for being so patient and listening to all my blabbering uh, yeah that brings this episode to an end and i hope you enjoyed listening to my pursuit of happiness if uh, if this is your jam then uh, we have uh, uh, you know new episodes releasing every friday related to travel related to uh, slow travel and my journey of this bucket list project so please do support us and subscribe on both apple and spotify we are available on both these platforms so see you till next week and have a great day